The previous Mishnah taught that because the obligation of payer is, as the Torah says, your field, which implies that each field requires its own payer. So if there is something in the field which divides the field into two, then that field will require two different payers. Now, one of the things on the list in the previous Mishnah, which is considered a separation in the field, was a canal. A canal of water going through the field. And in Hebrew, that is a shalulis. Now, our Mishnah is going to show that not everybody agrees with that, because Rabbi Yehuda is going to argue. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, Amas Hamayim, a canal of water, which the previous Mishnah said is considered a separation, according to Rabbi Yehuda, it is only considered a separation if if the farmer is not able to harvest both sides from one position, meaning if he stands in the middle of the canal, if the canal is too wide for him to be able to cut both sides of the canal, only in that scenario, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says it is a separation. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, if it's any narrower than that, such that you would be able to harvest both sides from the same position, it would not be considered a separation. The second half of our Mishnah discusses a mound, a sort of mini hill, a bumpy area from the field, and the Mishnah quotes a posuk in order to describe what we are talking about. All mountains, and really this refers to little mounds, which are dug up with a mader, which is a hoe. It's an instrument used for plowing or for digging up the field, and the point is that it's not plowed in the normal way, like the rest of the field, which is by an animal pulling the plow. Even if a plowing animal cannot pass over this mound with its plowing instruments, meaning the mound is too steep to plow it in the normal way, that you are plowing the rest of the field, and therefore I might think that this mound should separate either side of the field, because in fact, when they would plow the field in such a situation, they would plow the entire field except for this mound, and once they'd done that, then they would come to the mound and plow it with this hoe. So I might have thought that this unplowed mound should be a separation. Nevertheless, the Mishnah says, who knows in the farmer can give one payoff for the entire field, and it is not considered a separation. The reason being that even when that part is left unplowed, it's clear that it's going to be plowed, just in a different way. And therefore it's not considered distinct from the rest of the field, and it does not separate the field into two different parts. Mishnah Gimel. All the things which we mentioned in this parak, which separate fields, hakol mafsik lizroim. All of those things separate the fields only when it's a field of seeds, meaning the seeds were sown in the field, and then things like grain grew there. However, when it comes to a tree field, trees are much larger, and therefore just a river going through the field is not necessarily considered a separation. You need a much more significant and obvious separation in order to require you to take two different payas. So the Mishnah says that the things which we've listed so far will not be a separation for a field of trees, except for a fence. If you have a fence which is 10 to fochim high, separating the trees, then that will be considered a significant enough separation, which clearly divides the field into two, and therefore the farmer would take two different payas. Furthermore, says the Mishnah, even if you have got a fence, or some sort of wall in between the trees, if they were intertwining branches, meaning that part of the branches from one side of the fence spread and interlocked with branches from trees on the other side of the fence, so that even over this fence, 
the trees are sort of joining together. So in that situation, even if there is a fence, in a mafsik, the fence is not considered a separation. And on noting pale like hole, rather you would give one pale for the entire field, because even with the fence, it's considered like one field. The truth is, the Yerushalmi explains that the trees also have to be close enough together, otherwise the fence would be a separation. But be it as it may, we see clearly that a field of trees requires a much bigger separation in order to divide the two fields into two separate fields for the sake of pale. Mishnah Dalit, the Mishnah is now going to take it a step further and bring two types of trees which require an even bigger separation than a fence. And the first of those trees is Velecharuvin. Carob trees, carob trees were typically planted very far away from each other. And therefore, Velecharuvin kol harun zeze. Any tree which is within sight of another tree is considered like part of the same field for the sake of payah. Omar Gamliel, Gamliel said, Indeed, this was actually the custom of my father's house. Nagin Hobes Abba, in my father's household, they were accustomed to do the following. And before mentioning their custom with regards to carob trees, Rabbi Gamliel is going to talk about olive trees. And interestingly, Nisan Peor Achas Lazesim, they would give one Peor for all of the olive trees, Shaholo Hem Ruach, which they had in that entire direction, the entire side of the city. So, whatever general shape the city was, let's say it was a triangle, they would split the city into three. And all of the olive trees in that part of the city, they would take one pay on behalf of all of them, all of the trees which he owned in that part of the city. And the reason for this is because they would usually have one olive press, which all of the owners of olive trees in that large area would share. And therefore, even if the trees are not within sight of each other, they are considered connected in that way. And therefore, any trees which you own... In that large area, you could take one tr- one payer on behalf of all of them, in one go. And now Gamliel comes to the carob trees. And when it came to the carob trees, any carob tree which is within sight of another carob tree, that would be considered like one field, and therefore would require just one payer in one go. Rabbi said in the name of Rabbi Gamliel, a slightly different version. And according to this second version, the carob trees required an even bigger separation than the olive trees. Even for carob trees, which they had in the entire city, not just a section of a city, but any carob tree which he had in the entire city, Rabbi Gamliel's household would consider it as part of one field in terms of payer, because they were planted so far away from each other, and he would, le- he would therefore only take one payer on behalf of all of them. Mishnah Hay, the Mishnah is now going to discuss another factor which could separate the field into two distinct fields. Hazariah Sadehu Min Echad. One who plants his field with one species, Afal Pishu Granois, even if he harvests the field at two separate occasions, so you might think that harvesting it twice might require two separate payers each time. So the Mishnah says that no, since it's only one species, no payer achas, he gives one payer for the entire field, and we view the two separate harvests as really one extended harvest of the same field. On the other hand, if Zrosh Neimenin, he planted the field with two different species, then Afal Pisha Asongar and Achas, even if he made them into one harvest, so he harvested both species in one go, at one occasion, Nason Shtepeis, he still has to give then two separate payas, because two different species are always considered two different fields. And the same type of species is always considered one field, unless there's another separation like we mentioned in the previous couple of Mishnayas. However, there is one time where harvesting it at different occasions would be a factor. And that is Hazariah Esodehu Shneimenechitin, one who plants his field with two species of wheat. So it's the same type of plant, the same type of grain, however, it's two different types within the same one category. 
So in that case, it depends on when you harvest it. If you made it into one harvest and you harvested both both types of wheat at the same time, at the same occasion, then no sins pay achas. You just give one payah for all of it because you've shown that you view this as a wheat field, irrelevant of the type of wheat. However, if you harvest them at two separate occasions, then you've shown that you are separating out the two types of wheat. And if you view them as two different species and therefore you would give two different payos for each species of wheat at the two different occasions that you harvested each type of wheat.